Yeah, so just want to get this off my chest because I went to sleep thinking about it. Okay. We were playing that rapping robots game, Brody, on <gasps> this Jackbox, yeah. yeah. And it was a hit. Everybody was having fun. As you do. At one point, someone insulted me by saying they rubbed their cum into my mommy's tum-tum. That's hilarious. <laughs> Wait, can I just say? That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. It was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, oh shit, all right. So obviously everything's on the table. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm up against one of the ladies. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the line I do is, I will gift you my cum. <laughs> and it did not hit like I thought it was going to. Everyone what rhyme really did you do? Or was it just like, I'm shoving it? That was the beginning of his line. It had nothing to do with the rhyme whatsoever. He just It was like yeah. a threat almost. I'll, oh, I'll gift <laughs> you my gift cum. You my cum. And everybody like cringed so hard at the word gift. And it's yeah. like, why <laughs> did you word it like that? What? I started with give, and I was like, ah, oh, not good enough. <laughs> it's one of my top ten regrets now. <laughs> and I, just, I honestly don't know how to come back from it. How big of a group of it was it? There's nine of There's us. There's nine of us. <laughs> and was there any out of the nine that you were trying to woo? No, no, no. <laughs> They're all dating. Everybody. We're all couples, and Zach's the ninth wheel, so he... Yeah. You know. <laughs> and out of all these two people couples, no one's pimping out Zach. I, uh, yeah, I have to assume that I'm just that unlovable. No one's wanted to play matchmaker yet. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any friends outside of our group, which is the unfortunate part. Man, we don't know anyone on this island other than the eight <laughs> of us. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> Zach, I just want you to know you're beautiful and you deserve love. And you coming over and hanging out with us the one night was like one of the highlights of us being here. It was a great time. We very much enjoyed having you. Shit. I, I feel like I bring this little spark to to where I come, even though it's covered in cum, generally. Even if you even if you gift it. <laughs> even if I, that's better, yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I leave a little spark where I gift my cum. Gross. <laughs> and I'm going to name that spark Isaac. <laughs> that's my baby name. That's that's my first son. Yeah? Nice. My second son will be named Atlas. Oh, Atlas? Yeah. Like after the portal people? Well, after the books, but or that works the too. dude who like carried like the the world in Greek yeah, mythology. Man. Any right. of them. I prefer the little weird fat robot in Portal Two. <laughs> he was the cooler <laughs> one compared to Peabody. Come on, Caleb. What's your your first child's name? Weirdly enough, my first child's name is Peabody. <laughs> can you say something <laughs> Our serious? Our kids can in your play life? Portal together. <laughs> Okay, this is this is really funny. Okay, I'm gonna name my first kid Cake. Then let's go. Ah. Cause, why? Because he's a lie. <laughs> he's adopted. <laughs> yeah, and that's how you come out to him eventually. You play the song that Cake is a lie, and he's like, "What, Dad? I have something what to do you tell mean?" You, son. <laughs> if I do adopt, he's not meeting you for a hot minute. Just saying. Oh God. <laughs> say better safe than sorry. I man. will let yeah. that shit slip so fast. <laughs> You're adopted, right? I mean, what? <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Zach. Uh, so when you were adopted, what was it like? <laughs> Do you remember being adopted? Like, Do you remember the firehouse steps? <laughs> <laughs> My first child's name is Artemis. Not like either of you fucking asked. Oh, nice. You said cake, and I thought because you were Because I was real. joke. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. 
My first name, my first kid's name is going to be Chocolate. Second one's Cake, so I can introduce him as Chocolate Cake. It's yeah, good stuff, that's man. That's how people do it. It's not being, chocolate and being, cake. Sorry, being a white <laughs> child named Chocolate would be brutal. Or he could have confidence for days, really. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm white chocolate. <laughs> oh, that would be his rap name, dude. That's white so chocolate. good. Oh, his middle name needs to be with sprinkles. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate with sprinkles boarded. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm into it. I'm going to run it by my wife. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And eventually, he'll emancipate and change his last name to Sunday. Or become a stripper. <laughs> Here comes white chocolate with sprinkles. No, but with sprinkles, you're going to think there's going to be two people walking in on that stage, Brody. If their name is white chocolate with sprinkles, you think with like. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you see this man nude, you'll know what sprinkles means. I figure he just douses his hog in glitter. Yeah. Yeah. And then gifts them with <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is my son. <laughs> Hypothetical son. Gang, it's one of your three boys coming at you heavy and hot in your audio eardrums. Let's do that again. (laughs) What up, up, gang? It's me, one of your boys, Brody Morton, coming back with another exciting one this week. I'm going to be listening, and I'm very much excited for it. Taking a backseat and just, you know, (laughs) making some jokes and some giggles and gaffes and see what happens. So uh, that's me. Brody, you know I'm leaving in both takes. <laughs> you suck. Why, though? Why, though? Because you got so intimate so with our audience, funny. and I just wanted to make sure they know how you feel about them on the inside. I'm not cutting out your love, man. It no, was so it, was, nice. it was the wording of audio <laughs> eardrums. I was like, nope, don't want that in here. And then you're like, I'm leaving Brody, both in. It's not incorrect. Yeah, you realized your mistake mid-word, and let's do that again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And therefore, I started it again. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Hey, it's it's me. What's up? And it's anime not be for everyone. Oh, yeah. So let's take that from the top again. (laughs) No, I'll leave all three takes in. If you want to do it again, be my guest. Just stop. Stop talking, Brody. It's and it may not be for everyone. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) Meet us on the tracks to see your favorite horse, Gimpy Magoo. (laughs) (laughs) Look at him try. Yeah, I'm Caleb Morton. I don't like anime, but I guess I like horse racing. Hell yeah. I go to the tracks every Thursday. I know we said Sunday, but Thursdays are where it's at, man. Less busy, you got less of the people screaming at each other with their bets, and you just get to think about the horse that you want to pick. What do you mean, Sun? Sorry, what days do you You go? said Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, but I go Thursday. Oh, okay. It's better. You don't like getting the big bets in. I get it. And I like going for the underdogs, the Mm -hmm. horses. You know how horses Mm -hmm. and all those things have crazy names? I always bet for the dogs, too. I just think it would be (laughs) like... (laughs) The dogs? Sorry, you said the underdogs, right? Yeah, so I always bet for them, too, because I like think 
if they're able to beat a horse, that's pretty cool. I must be winning lots of money, right? So, yeah. It's nuts. There's always one or two <laughs> dogs that start off in a horse race, and there's usually none left by the end of well, the race. Well, yeah, because they get trampled, at but... least one of them morphs into a full-grown horse, too. Like, as we oh, all know. Oh, yeah. That's very um, that, that's, that's how that when dogs grow up they become horse. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> now you best believe if I have kids later on in life and we have a dog that dies and she really likes horses, I'm just gonna tell her our dog grew up into a horse. <laughs> we don't have enough money to take care of the horse, sadly. It's out there it's living in a free its range horse now. Yeah, it's you running know? around. And you got to drive by a field with wild horses and be like, oh, that's your dog. And she'd be like, ah. and then you'd be like, ah, sorry. <laughs> Can't take it. I implore <laughs> you to reconsider this. <laughs> hey, we don't know my child yet. They could suck. <laughs> Lying to them is my only option. <laughs> No, the dog's dead. You're never going to see it again. We just buried it in the backyard. Hopefully your memories were good of it, though, because it's not coming back. That's sad. Zach, if I can imagine all my dead pets are horses now, that's sick. That's, uh, well, sick in the head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, okay, hear me out. There's so many different varieties and colors of horses. Almost. If you're, like, a five- or six-year-old, it's believable enough. Like, our black... Dog became a black horse. A Clydesdale. Yeah, it was a big Our big brown boy. and spotty dog became brown and spotty horse. Can we get real? <laughs> this will be like the Santa Claus lie, and she'll grow up and be 14 years old and be like, what? And her whole yeah. world will be shattered. You mean horses are dogs? What do you mean? <laughs> a brush with death involving a pet can be beneficial for when god forbid a family member dies in a car crash yeah that brings me to this there's gonna be a really sad moment brody where your daughter's sitting there thinking about death for the first time and she's like if when dogs die they become horses what happens when i die we become hippos hippos all right yeah (laughs) and that'll make her excited yeah because at this point she believes that whatever animal we morph into is much larger than our current form okay (laughs) So what happens when hippos die, Brody? Hippos die. Oh, they're oh. gone forever? Yeah. Now, so now like, get real. Oh, that's how she learns about death. <laughs> that's how she learns about death. <laughs> hey, this has been a wild, hey, this is what our names are. We have one more person. Oh, yeah, true. Zach hasn't even introduced himself. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus Christ. And I'm, I'm star up-and-comer rap artist, Lil Pee Pee, coming at you live here with the boys. Going to impart my wisdom on them. Through elegant raps. Oh, I'm so excited for that little PP. Hey, if I had <laughs> a rhyme that I was trying to figure out, and it's like, I'm going to buff you till you're done. I'm going to gift you with my cum. Yeah. That's, I get it. That's, that's a, it. That's it. <laughs> that's a little PP line already, Rudy. Oh, I think shit. you're just thinking of his lyrics from his first album, My Three Inch Life. <laughs> <laughs> Just living that stunted life, man. <laughs> now, little little peepee, do you have any uh, turf wars with uh, other up and coming uh, rap artists, little Dicky? Well, sometimes we're we're pretty chill. This just in: little peepee and little Dicky are doing a uh, combined album, and it's called Crossing Swords. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's more like crossing daggers. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, who's that coming up on the top 100 rappers list? Oh, it's Micro Schlong, and he's on his way. Uh, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> wish, wish I could have been born with a smaller dick. <laughs> I just want to confirm with my other host that he realizes Lil Dicky is a real artist. Yeah, what a crazy chance. I thought it was a brand of shoes. Dickies uh, are a brand of shoes, okay. but Lil right. Dicky is yeah. a white Jewish rapper. That's the kids' brand. <laughs> but if you, yeah, if you give children small shoes, they're Lil Dickies, right? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's yeah. Oh, food for thought, man. Food for thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting full with all this thought food. This combo is a Thanksgiving feast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach. That was wanna, great. Do you want to? Do you want to start this shit? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, that was a lot of good intro topic content, and I love it. But we gotta <laughs> eventually get into the anime. Do it's we been a while. It's do, been a while do since we we've done anime. I, guys. I'm curious if we this could is just do just the talking episode. Yeah, we've always talked about doing a talking episode. Yeah, I know. If there's interest in it, I'm ready to scrap this shit. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, I just checked her email, and actually, there's been 40,000 emails saying they just want to hear us talk. Whoa. That's <laughs> a lot of Damn. emails, my guy. Yeah, we need to check this email more often. And I read all 40,000 of them. That's why I know that that's what they want. So, And they all just said you need to talk? Yeah. Well, not me A couple of them said we need to talk, and it sounded threatening. <laughs> so... 25,000 of them said, I need to stop talking, and you guys need to talk, so. Oh, okay. This seems too complicated. Yeah, all right, what are we talking about this week, Zach? <laughs> oh, the anime I have chosen to bring to y'all is called Zom 100. Zom? Yep. Like, like a shorthand for zombie? Yep. And 100 being the full hand for the number 100. Yeah. It's not the, you know, Gen Z emoji it's, it's not the it's not zom 100 yeah no. yeah which no. does sound kind of better in my mind <laughs> introducing zombie 100 okay <laughs> zombie 100 <laughs> okay i'm gonna launch right in you ready i am so ready i'm guessing there's gonna be a hundred zombies in this world that's my guess brody what's your guess um i like guessing <laughs> yeah i don't think that's the case <laughs> okay All i right. think uh, the 100 probably has to do more with days than it does with the amount of zombies. Maybe it has to do with age, and when you turn 100, you become a zombie, Brody. Caleb, those would be the least terrifying zombies ever. <laughs> oh, bring me your brains! <laughs> oh, hey, Shetty, one second, grab my dentures real quick. <laughs> I'm really gonna gum you up this time. <laughs> Everyone in the world's got old people hickeys on their neck. <laughs> they keep trying to bite us. They just don't have any teeth, man. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think it has to do with time. Okay. Well, you're both wrong, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're gonna. It's a little bit of backstory first. We begin with some guy running through the streets away from some runner zombies, you know, left for dead zombies. They're not walker zombies. Yeah, those are way more terrifying. The guy's like, oh, this place is a living hell. But we zoom out and it's just a movie being watched by our main boy. We're going to call him Tendo. Okay? Like Nintendo, but better. Like the chicken... Chicken Tendo? Sorry. So you're telling me a hundy, one hundy is out of the question, but the guy's name is a Tendo? <laughs> yep. Just Tendo. Tendo's his last name. His first name's Jim. So he's Jim, he's Jim Tendo. Jim Tendo. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was I was talking about Tendo more like the currency, like, yo, can you pass me a Tendo? Nobody says that. Do people say that? No, yeah. When there's a conversation, bro, or Zach, and you're like, oh, can I borrow a five? And they're like, oh, can I give you a Tendo? I hate all other generations. <laughs> 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 like, I've used the word Fiverr before. Oh, yeah, Fiverr's okay, but Tendo? But what Tendo the is fuck ridiculous. is wrong with this generation Fiverr? All right. Why do you need to put I... the ER on Fiverr? Sorry. Fiverr is so uh, universally recognized that they made a website about it where you can offer services for an, an any amount of price, generally yeah, just ridiculous. $5. It's like when you call it the dollar store and everything in yeah. there is like five bucks. Do you know what the cool thing about Fiverr, the website is? A bunch of the things are probably Tendos. A lot of them, yeah, actually. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. And there's actually a drop-down category picker, and you can pick the Tendo category, Zach. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's yeah. like a sub-website within Fiverr. And we click the list, it drops down, we see our character go. Yeah, so this guy's watching a zombie movie. It's 4 a.m. He's got bags under his eyes. He comments that compared to his life, that looks like a friggin' harem hente. You know, because he hates his job. So he'd prefer a zombie apocalypse over his job? Yeah. Well, this guy should live in Texas, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I why? don't know what that means. Why? It sounded like a good joke, why? but I don't know why. <laughs> because there's a lot of doomsday preppers there, and oh, they like okay. having firearms yeah. and being prepped for the end of the world. They're ready to go. They're ready to go for a zombo apaco. That's if, what I if, call If it, you've though. ever watched the show, which I realize none of you have because I'm the only <laughs> no. one who watches things, doomsday preppers, a lot of them, Texas? Yeah, all their all their stuff seems cool, but like then they have to live like that, you know? Like eating eggs every single day. Like they have eight gallon buckets of old soup and yeah, catch a scoop out of it every day. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, man. Fuck that. I'd rather work a crappy job. Screw you, Tendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he passes out at four AM and we get to see what led to this corpo sad sack lifestyle, okay? Right. So three years ago, Tendo starts his job right out of college. It's an advertising gig, and it's all he's ever dreamed of. The CEO introduces Tendo to the staff, and everyone seems pretty chill. Uh, He meets his supervisor, this gruff but fair meat mountain. And (laughs) then uh, he meet-cute bumps into the HR lady, which is ironic because her body would make the gods weep. (laughs) What? What? Where's the irony? Yeah, why is that ironic? Because she's supposed she's HR. to, she's supposed to stop people from flirting and uh, talking about body parts and discussing religion. And the gods are weeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Triple get threat. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she makes him see flower petals in typical anime fashion, and he gets a Harrelson for her. Was that a Harrison? It's, it's Brody. It's a Woody. Okay. No, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> it's a stupid joke. I wasn't going to address it, but there was a, too long of a silence where Zach stared at us, <laughs> and I felt pressured. <laughs> this is going swimmingly. <laughs> yeah, continue, <Okay>. please. <laughs> Maybe you didn't stop after making shitty jokes and stare at us <laughs> until we acknowledge them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after his first day, the office goes out for drinks, and Tendo gets asked about his life. Uh, he's a recent graduate. He's maidenless. Uh, he used to play rugby, so he's got wicked stamina and toned glutes. Zach focuses on the butts a lot of these anime characters, and I love it. I love butts. I love it, too. He, <laughs> he's really vibing with it all, and the crew says it's probably time to get going. 
Uh, he thanks them all for such a great first day, and then all their faces like change, and they stand up and they put their little name tags back on. Nintendo's like, "What the fuck?" And they all return to the office, and everyone's back to work. It's like 3 a.m. Nintendo's just like, "Why are we still working? What the fuck is going on, man?" And he's finally able to clock out two days later and gets like five hours of sleep and debates going back in. But he's a fighter. He chose this career path. He's not some lib snowflake. (laughs) (laughs) So this is just a normal office job and he just had to weirdly stay there for two days? Can I just say, who's the real zombies? Am I right? Mm -hmm. Am I ever? Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a super exploitative company. Apparently, this is not that uncommon in Japan. I'm not sure about, like, we walk outside, talk, and then walk back in. They don't fake out. Oh, that's the end of our shift. (laughs) JK. JK. (laughs) But no, it is, like, incredibly long hours and not enough free time. The, The HR lady is the only thing keeping him going a year later, okay? But she's also the CEO's mistress. So that's fun to hear through the guy's office walls when he's working his butt off. By his third year, <laughs> this guy is fantasizing about jumping on the tracks, right? The world has literally shifted to shades of gray. You know, things are not getting better. And sometimes he's waking up screaming that he doesn't want to go to work anymore. But he does because he probably has boomer parents. <laughs> he pulls up his bootstraps and gets yep. to work there. Bud. And it makes sense that he wants to jump on the tracks because you said he's an avid like uh, athlete, right? So he wants to go back to the track and start running again. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And then he finds out he's accidentally on a horse track and a dog tramples him. It's pretty crazy, man. <laughs> That's such a level. Uh, oh, no, I'm slightly bruised. A dog trampled me. <laughs> And the dog died. Oh, shoot, it's turning into a horse? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Now it's time to run. (laughs) What have we created? Like a Pokemon evolution in front of your eyes. (laughs) 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 I'm so sorry. I could have died. Stupid derailments. I don't know why I took it back to horses. I'm sorry. Derailed by derail. We're so far off this track. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. So, he's uh, he's leaving his apartment one day. There's a notice on his door that he forgot to pay for his bike space. So, he heads down to talk to the building manager. And uh, classic zombie movie fashion, the door is already open. And he peeks inside. And the, the BM, or building manager, <laughs> is getting eaten out. So, he sprints out of there, right into a horde of other zombies. He sprints up the stairs of his building, being all, Oh, this keeps this up, I'm going to be late to work. I'm sorry! This is the problem. You're saying things like eating out so casually. And you're like, <laughs> you're oh, trying don't, to speed through, don't but you drop out on us. Don't derail <laughs> me, but like this zombie's eating this old dude out. Are you telling me I'm the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you you're not, okay? <laughs> we all contribute to the problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? That one's on me. <laughs> I saw Brody trying so hard to let you go, but he couldn't (laughs) let it go. (laughs) Okay. 
yeah. So if this keeps up, I'm going to be late to work. And then he's running along his rooftop. The world goes slow-mo as the color gradually returns to everything for him. And he's like, wait a minute. This means I don't have to go to work. And it's like his <laughs> brain gets rewired. His depresso is no longer espresso. And he's just <laughs> screaming with joy as he leaps off the building and conveniently lands on an awning. And now he's all smiles as he tears through town, dodging zombies and uh, he ends up on another rooftop, gazing up at the sky, going through all the possible things he can do with this vacay time. Okay? <laughs> what? Brody's still reeling over depresso. It's no longer a espresso. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. <laughs> are they are they like the zombies in the movie he was watching? Are they fast? As They're frick? fast. They're fast. But he's but a he's rugby faster. player. Yeah, he's, oh, he's... He... He does those twirls like he's holding a ball, like yep. you know, like they come at him yeah. and just does a spin move. That's what all the male, male, male people say about sports. <laughs> the spin move. <laughs> wow, an epic twirl by forty-four. <laughs> In all fairness, you just referred to males as male people. So, <laughs> an epic twirl by forty-four. He's really representing all the male people out there. <laughs> So he's very happy he doesn't have to go back to work. He is pumped. Doesn't he doesn't care. care that everybody around him is dead? It's weirdly not that effective to him. <laughs> so he remembers HR lady. Remember her? With the heavenly bod? He's going to go profess his love. Why, now because he has life in him? Yeah. Because okay. he's full of life. He bikes his way across the city and shows up to her place, where again the door is slightly ajar. Uh. Oh, no. And upon entering, he sees a pair of male shoes. <laughs> What's funny now? Brody was about to make the joke, a door can't be a door, or right. a door can't be a gotcha, jar, it's gotcha. a door. I saw his face, oh, and I shook my you... head no. <laughs> shook my head no. I shook my head visibly so he wouldn't do it. <laughs> and then he just started laughing. That's so funny in itself. <laughs> oh, that predictable. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> So there's male shoes. She's getting it on with the boss. Yep. And a zombie CEO is staring at him from down the hall. And Tendo launches into a very passionate resignation speech as the CEO starts sprinting at him. And Tendo, with his rugby skills, like tackle pushes the CEO out the eighth story window. And then he notices HR lady. And she's infected too. No! And he professes his feelings finally, but he has to sprint away, monologuing goodbye. My first love. And uh, at the end of the day, he stops at a convenience store and gets all philosophical with death and decides to make a bucket list. A hundred things to do before he turns into a zombie. And that's why it's named Zom 100. So when does the other survival girl show up? Because you best believe there's going to be a random girl also surviving. <laughs> episode two. <laughs> oh no, we're only on episode one. <laughs> Okay, so he's dreaming of being back in the office and awake screaming again, but then reality hits him and he's overjoyed all over again. He decides to clean up his place, you know, chucking all the garbage bags over the balcony, making the shitter shine. A clean house is a clean mind. Oh, there you yeah. go. He rewards himself with a beer and relishes in how good it feels to day drink on a weekday. Is this a Japanese culture to put relish in their coffee? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not even proud. <laughs> 
I just, like, I have to. Have you been taking lessons from Carrot Top? Like, <laughs> if you were a little more physical with your body, Brody, I'd believe you were Dane Cook all of a sudden. What the heck is wrong with you? So, uh, yeah. Is this still is this still early enough in the zombie apocalypse that like power and electricity is still working for yes, him? So yes. he's just living the dream. It's like day two. So he's just chilling. He goes to grab another brew, but uh, he realizes he's out. No. <sighs> And this news is far more devastating than the rapture happening outside. So typical right. anime, right? So we cut to a couple in their barricaded apartment talking about how they're screwed. The army's gone. Police are dead. No one's coming to save them. Uh, the husband goes out to the balcony and starts to cry in frustration and glances Bitch. to the right to see Tendo two feet away shimmying down a pipe. And they stare at each other for five seconds, and then they both start screaming. And Tendo's like, oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Uh, the stairwell of the building's filled with zombies. Sorry, man. And the guy's like, come in here where it's safe. And Tendo's like, nah, bro, I got an errand to run. I'll be fine. Y'all want some ramen? And the couple's just like, the fuck is wrong with this kid, right? <laughs> well, yeah. He's just so chill. They were having a devastating life moment, and he's just like, getting a beer, bro. Sorry. <laughs> yes. I'm picturing his voice like Morty from Rick and Morty for some reason. Hey, that, that, that tracks, sure. <laughs> he he gets to the convenience store and he's singing a goofy beer song as he walks in. But there's a GoPro on a bike swiveling to watch him outside. <gasps> Sticky. Girl. He w- walks to the back and discovers another survivor. Some hottie with purple hair. So you know she's going to be important. <laughs> uh, yeah. He tries his best to make small talk with her, and she's very standoffish. Her basket is filled with water and batteries and stuff, and he's just loaded up with beer. <laughs> uh, he asks for her number, and she pulls out her phone, which gets him pumped. But really, she's just hacking her sick surveillance gopro outside and then she chastises him for risking his life for something so non-essential she's one of those people who's got a bucket of ketchup in her house right yeah bucket of ketchup instead of a bucket list let's go parallels (laughs) (laughs) Uh, now zombies are making their way in the door and tendo jumps in front of purple hair to protect her but she snags his hood and whips him backward just as a fucking truck smashes into the store killing those zombies and almost him she ends up on top of him and he gets another harrelson and then she pieces (laughs) off (laughs) you know he shouts after her thanking her daydreams about that ass then realizes his bike is all mangled and more zombies are approaching. Thankfully, he notices a Vespa with the keys still in it and gets away. And as he's cruising, he's like, what an upgrade. But I mean, why not go all the way? Wait, he's saying why not go all the way while leaving the girl? Yeah, on a Vespa. Go all the way with his new bike. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. (laughs) So he snags a sick Harley Davidson, which is called a Lori Richardson. I thought that was funny. That's very strange. (laughs) So it's not funny. Cool. It's quite funny. (laughs) He's climbing back up the drain pipe to his place, going on about how sick his day was. He fucking met a cute girl. He got a bike. He gets to that couple's balcony and he's like, hey, guys, uh, I got you some robin they're dead but the the balcony sliding doors have been smashed and there's blood all over the apartment he's hit with a slice of reality for a sec but he taylor swifts it he shakes it off stop thank you (laughs) (laughs) he he gets back up to his place and has more philosophy thoughts uh decides to start adding crazy things to his bucket list try out dreadlocks go bungee jumping eiffel tower a damsel 
distress optional. A big one being go to see his parents. That's going to be important later. <laughs> How long does he think he's going to survive if tried dreadlocks is one of the things? <laughs> Surprisingly enough, he does later. So. What? <laughs> now, we cut to convenience store chick. Nice. She awakes at 6 a.m. without an alarm. Whoa. She runs 10K immediately on her treadmill. Whoa. She's got <laughs> hand crank radios and she's choking down every type of vitamin. Whoa. She's researching by watching all the zombie movies and Excel spreadsheeting her future needs. Whoa. <laughs> she's like the perfect survivor. Bucket of ketchup. Bucket of ketchup. Yeah, there's a bucket of ketchup in the corner. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Yes, dude, whoa. <laughs> uh, we're actually seeing her day leading up to meeting Tendo as she's uh, sets up her camera bike outside and grabs the batteries and water, you know, canned goods and hemorrhoid cream. When mm -hmm. Tendo walks in and starts with the small talk, she's just internal monologuing about how he probably brought zombies with him, what to do next, you know, analyzing everything. Then she notices the truck heading for them on her phone cam and calculates it'll totally take out the zombies coming in the store. But then this idiot stands in the way, so she has to save him. Fuck. Back at her apartment, she's analyzing all her footage for the day and is confused yet intrigued about the, this goofball. You know, he's so overjoyed at the prospect of beer, not analyzing anything. Can someone really survive like that? What? How long has he been surviving, though? This seems like it's only been like a week. It's like only day three. But again, oh, okay. day one, we're going to lose half the fucking population, yeah. you know? So Tendo is in his apartment and his phone starts dinging. What? I guess the internet's back up. Somebody somewhere's doing something. He messages back all the people he's been neglecting these past few years, but doesn't get any replies, you know? But he's like, what about my best, sexiest friend? There's no way he's dead, right? Uh, we cut to said sexy friend. His name is Kensho, but that's too close to Tendo, so I called him Kenji for the remainder of this, okay? okay. Best friend's name is Kenji. You could also just call him Ken. I like Ken. I've written Kenji over a hundred times. Why? <laughs> I'm not naming him Ken now. <laughs> So Kenji's trapped in a BDSM room with a zombie lady strapped to a medieval sex device. He's been surviving off water from the minibar, and he's getting delirious. But then his phone rings. Whoa. Tendo's like, oh, hey, bro, want to chill? The best friend's like, what? And Tendo's like, text me the Addy. I'll be right over. <laughs> oh, this dude's Gen Z as heck. <laughs> so they went to college together, and they were on the rugby team together, and Kenji was always the life of the party. He liked doing party tricks with his ass, no cap, <laughs> opening bottles with it, which party goers happily sipped on. That's such a strange detail <laughs> that I'm not sure if you're making that up or if that's true. Well, you didn't laugh, so I made it up. There, There's your... <laughs> <laughs> After they graduated, Kenji became a big-time real estate guy and actually enjoyed his life. They met a year prior to all this and had a bit of a falling out when Kenji told Tendo to quit his shitty job. Tendo's like, don't tell you what to do, man. I hate my life and hate my job, but shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know me. So uh, Tendo gets to the brothel and lures all the zombs outside with a car horn and then goes inside. And Tendo apologizes for their fight a year ago and says Kenji was totally right, but now they gotta run. They make it to a rooftop, and Tendo fearlessly jumps to the next roof, but Kenji can't do it. Then Kenji begins a speech about how he hated his job, too. He was just showing off. Tendo's like, well, 
Looks like you quit, just like me, bro. You can do whatever you want now. And Kenji is filled with fighting spirit, and he jumps the gap. And because of anime, he shreds all his clothes off mid-jump. <laughs> oh. All of it? All of it. <laughs> this is, like, just to make Tendo laugh, right? What? <laughs> Dangerous. He likes doing party tricks with his ass. And his ass is going to be a main character throughout this. So just get on board. <laughs> They spend the night naked, which might be a rugby thing. I don't know, kind of sus. But they drink on the rooftop <laughs> and <laughs> reminisce. You just said that so, like, nonchalantly. They just hang out naked? Yep. It might be a rugby thing, Brody. I play rugby. Yeah. That never happened. You ever sat you never around hung out naked, naked with, the with boys? your bros, dude? Come on. No. That's a rite of passage in the rugby. Okay, they're best buds again. Got it? Yeah. Because they're naked together. Okay. That's how you know when you're best bud. When you can be naked with your boy, nothing else matters. Metallica. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that song was about. That's a t-shirt right there. (laughs) When you can be naked with your boy, nothing else matters. (laughs) Quoted Metallica. Metallica. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. They were hardcore, you know? (laughs) So, episode ends with Tendo like, oh man, Kenji's got a dream. Oh, skipped over that. Kenji wants to be a comic and entertain people, okay? He's always been good with people, and he likes making people laugh. Well, that's good that this is a manga, right? Because he already is a comic, if you think about it. Oh, meta as frick, dude. (laughs) Oh, I get it, because manga and comic. That's good. That's chortle-worthy. Good. You made me chortle. <laughs> Is that your version? Chortling? That was really funny, dude. So, so this dude was a real estate agent, and he wanted to be a stand-up comic. I'm yeah. imagining him every time he takes a couple for a house tour, he just starts cracking jokes all the time, and it's the most annoying thing in the world. Every bedroom <laughs> is, well, this is where the magic happens. Yeah, <laughs> every it's a five bedroom house. Yeah. You hear it five times. So, it, it, it's clearly it's clearly a baby's room. And um, oh yeah, where the magic happens? This guess what? Magic happens. <laughs> Walks into the bathroom. <laughs> I hope you guys are terrorists because you could drop a few bombs in here. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> So Kenji's got a dream, you know, I I need a dream, says Tendo. So he writes in his bucket list, he's got to find a dream. Yeah. Well, Tendo has a flashback of when he was a kid, and he saved another kid from some bullies while wearing a cape, like kids do. So that's mm-hmm. his dream now. He's going to be, be a superhero. So he and Kenji head to the aquarium for said dream. <gasps> what, to become a superhero? At the aquarium? He's going to save some dolphins. Uh, why? Would you like to speculate? He's going to become Aquaman. Try again. He's going to try to find some fish DNA and inject it into his spine. Because all aquariums also have high-tech laboratories. I'm sorry, he's going to an aquarium be a hero. No, 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 no. He's going to float in the water really slowly, but kind of do a Superman pose so it looks like he's flying when you view him from the outside of the aquarium. He's going to do weight training with whales <laughs> lifting them the answer is actually yeah. super smart so would you guys like one more go each he's gonna take fish teeth and make freaking brass knuckles with them it's not bad it's not bad he's gonna use three eels and sew them into a single cape along his back and they're gonna be wiggling around not as good 
No. <laughs> and his hero name would be Three Eels. Three Eels. And you could just say Three Eels, yeah. They head to the aquarium, and Tendo acquires a shark diving suit. Oh. Totally bite resistant. Also, extraordinarily heavy if you're not below water. Well, he's... <laughs> fit <laughs> and it's okay. a cartoon okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay so uh he spray paints it up it looks goofy as hell and uh he runs outside to save some survivors one of which being convenience store girl oh shit <gasps> she needs surviving what a freaking loser she thought she had it all figured out yeah uh, got her so he tries to impress her with his new f- superhero persona but he just gets dogpiled by zombies who are biting the shit out of him the teeth can't break through, but it still hurts pretty fucking bad to get bit. So he's like screaming, like, oh, fuck, Kenji, help me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Kenji's just like holding the door open for their survivors. And he's like, you're the one who want to be a hero, bro. Like- <laughs> so Tendo finally fights them off and makes his way back to the aquarium. And convenience store girl just goes off on him about how being a hero is dumb and is super ungrateful. He is destroyed, but... Then he hears a commotion from the back of the aquarium. <gasps> oh, so this is where, this is one of the coolest Wait, things. can I predict? Yes, please. Zombie shark. Yeah, I was going to say zombie shark. Zombie too. shark. Can you elaborate? Uh, a, a shark that's shark turned that's zombie? zombie. <laughs> it got bit, now zombie. And and because it's a zombie, it doesn't need to be in water? Because they can survive anywhere. You guys are pretty spot on, but I'm going to add the coolest thing. It's wearing sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it! It's drinking Kool-Aid! You guys just want to host? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) No, laser beam on its head, right? Yes. Freaking... (laughs) Freaking laser shark. This zombie shark has ingested three people who were zombies. Their legs have been stabbed out the bottom of the shark. Oh, he runs on human legs. And the <laughs> humans inside look out the shark's mouth so it can run towards people, and then the shark just tears them up. They're symbiotic? It's a basically, yeah. It's it a, looks like a shark mascot costume for a sports team. With three people in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so again, anime and zombie apocalypses like top five things that could happen i thought it was so cool <laughs> yeah would have been cooler if he was wearing sunglasses oh, that's all I yeah see. yeah so um uh tendo wants to be a hero but immediately sprints away with the right. rest of the survivors on their way to a secure looking door some psycho grabs convenience store chick and like yanks her back so she falls down and everyone gets to safety except for her <gasps> so she's about to die by the walking shark but Tendo bursts out of an air vent and fucking tackles the thing over and they run away together and she comes up with a plan to do some movie magic with electricity to mess with the shark's brain. What? Yeah, because they can sense electromagnetic nonsense in in fish and that's how they hunt. So if you overload its brain, then you will stop it. Oh, Movie magic, okay? Cool. Yeah, so cool. That's how they were able to do Jaws without any fatalities. Yep. (laughs) Movie magic, dude. (laughs) So he's dodging and trying to distract it while she looks for batteries. And uh, Kenji's up in the air vent, struggling to gather the nerve to help. But just when Tendo's gonna get swallowed whole, Kenji rips off all his clothes again and shows off his popsicle dunker. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's rarely that we get you reading a line that you wrote that stops you from being able to finish it. Popsicle dunker. <laughs> what are you doing with popsicles there, Zach? Hey? What are you dunking them in? What are you dunking them in? It's a it's an icy shock. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so he's showing off oh. his ass, holding yeah. on to the vent up top, right? And he's distracting the shark. <laughs> <laughs> the shark is like, ooh. Yeah, oh, holy shit. <laughs> is, that a, is that a push pop I see, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> oh, it's a push pop. this buys them enough time for chicky to find some batteries throw them to tendo and he punches the shark in the nose while holding batteries and this incapacitates the shark it's very cool you know you got that swirling camera around them as they freeze frame on the punch there's electricity or anime afterward it seems like she's coming around right she might not be so standoffish and after a speech from tendo she finally gives him her number she has a name now, and it's Mikazuki, okay? But uh, she doesn't want to travel with them, considering grouping up with people almost got her iced. With all that said and done, our boys decide to leave Tokyo and go see if Tendo's parents are still alive. Ooh. Hey, from his list. Yeah. So our boys have decided the best way to get out of the city is with a sick RV, or recreational vehicle. Not to be confused with my ex's RV. Which was? The first word is rancid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why? Uh, t- turns out there's an RV show in town. And when they arrive, Mikasuki is there too. Guess they had the same idea, but she doesn't know how to freaking drive. They had the same idea? Hers was, I'm going to go see Tendo's parents? She's going to get an RV. (laughs) So she doesn't currently have an RV. That's been confirmed by one of her lovers. She's got a PV. And let me give you the the first word is pristine. Yep. PV that J, am I right? Eddie Hoozles. She doesn't know how to drive, so they're teaming up now. They they strut the show floor and check out all the sweet models. Ones with tank treads, ones with cranes. One has a hot tub in it and Kenji gets naked again. They argue about utility and safety over flashiness, you know. But even Mikasaka can't deny some of them are pretty dope looking. Unfortunately, all their yelling attracts another horde and they're forced to get in a pretty basic RV and hightail it out of there. They pick up Tendo's motor hog quick and hit the highway. Kenji's riding the bike, and Tendo and Mikazaka are getting acquainted. They talk about this whole thing being a virus, and how herpes aren't really a big deal. And then, oh no! <laughs> spike strip! <laughs> the VR loses control. VR. The VR. They're Oops. in VR now? Oh, oh my no. goodness. Oh, you spoiled this the ending. This whole thing has been VR! Oh, Damn it. It's a fun game. That's a fun game, dude. Damn. That's it. It's over. <laughs> Episode's done. Bye, guys. Well, that's on 100. Let's that's go. <laughs> the RV loses control, and Kenji straight flips over the muffler beast. What am I doing? <laughs> he gets pretty injured, okay? Kenji's injured. Yeah. Then, coming up the on-ramp comes a few buses and block off the highway from both ways. And off the bus comes a guy who's like, Whoa, look who's skipping out on work. What the fuck, Tendo? <gasps> it's his boss. And Tendo's like, oh no, it's his shitty supervisor. Oh no. <laughs> so Tendo's having a crisis. 
And the supervisor, he seems like maybe he's changed a little bit. Yeah, he seems like a psycho, by the way. You just <laughs> said So, uh, he offers to fix up their vehicles and heal Kenji, and Tendo just has to do some labor for him. You know, mm-hmm. not a bad deal. And the zombies are coming, you know. You gotta help your friends, Dendo. You know. So he's the one who put down this the spikes, obviously. Avi, Avi. You know, Mikasaka calls him a con artist. You know, that's your fucking racket, huh? But Tendo reluctantly agrees. You know, Kenji can't fucking move, and the gang. They're, well, I'm going to refer to them as, like, a gang now. He's, like, with the supervisors with a whole bunch of baseball players. And <laughs> they have a truck stop, and they've been stealing supply trucks from around the city, keep it running. There's a whole bunch of other civilians there tasked with unloading the trucks. And their gang just sits around and drinks beer all day. So Tendo's doing some labor unloading trucks, and he it's really hot out. And he thinks it's a good idea to get a Jenny going to chill up some brews for his fellow workers, too. But the supervisor catches him and just lays right into him, giving Tendo a small panic attack. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't mean, oh, jeez. Tendo, you're a superhero, dude. Fucking lay this guy out. You killed a zombie shark, my man. (laughs) And then we see that the gang is using actual zombies to haul some trucks around the stop. You know, and the supervisor's like, ah, yeah, they're just pieces of equipment. Just like you, Tendo. Useless trash. Good for nothing. And we see the color start to fade from the world again. And Tendo starts to slip back into Tabresso with extra foam. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys ready for a game? Yeah, hit us, baby. Hello. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, hello. My, my name is Carl Replicat. I'm I'm a totally normal, not suspicious at all, human director, a movie director, in fact. You might have heard of my previous works of art, including The Legend of the Badonkadonkey, maybe The Legend of the Badonkadonkey 2, Electric Donkaloo. <laughs> And even the third installment, Wonka versus Badonka. Those are all mine. Well, now I've finally started to make a name for myself with these hit films. I'm starting to work on my next big television and motion picture programs. Starting to branch out, you know? I'm looking for the most interesting people to fill these last few very important roles in my films. And I think you guys might be right for the role. So, it's Carlisle Replicat, guys. So, he's, he's the clone imposter dude. This is the game where you guys create the same character... And I determined which one is better. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's usually a weird clone situation. So this is going to be essentially a... Who can make a better character. How in the beginning I create characters, you are going to give us a name and a, and a, and a jumping off point. Yep. And me and Brody are both going to create a character. In and in this case, Carlisle is watching <laughs> you guys and trying to determine who would better fit the role. Okay? So I'm going to give you each a part to fill. And it's going to be the same part. And one last thing, he likes you, for you to totally embody the characters, so no scripts, just improv for the audition. Damn gotcha. it. I rip up all the scripts that I brought with me. First casting call is for a show that I, I am creating called Backyard Buddies. <laughs> I'm trying my hand at a sitcom, baby. Uh, <laughs> super loud laugh tracks? I think so. Cheesy catchphrases? We're having it all. In this show, a wife and her family move to suburbia to get away from the city life and to avoid her husband's bad influencing friends. 
However, when they eventually move to the new neighborhood, the husband realizes that his favorite, but his wife's least favorite, bad friend, Phil McCracken, lives in the house behind them. They share a secret but meaningful friendship through the fence that connects their backyards, while the rest of the families are none the wiser. So it's a sitcom, and your name is Phil McCracken? Sorry, I heard everything up to Phil McCracken, (laughs) and then I was just like, oh. Alright, in this scene, we'll be testing out the initial chemistry between the husband who's already cast, and Phil McCracken as they discover that they live across the yard. So give me your best terrible influence middle-aged friend. Action! Yo, is that Tommy's dirty dick I smell? Buddy, what's up? I heard you were moving. No fucking way. Phil? Is that... How did you... Have you always been here? Dude... This is my mom's place. You know I lived on this street. Man, shut up, mom! (laughs) Yeah, bro, what's up? I heard you had another fucking little crotch goblin. How's he doing? Is he, you know, is he Def Leppard's the spectrum? Is he he good? Oh, uh, he's... what? (laughs) Oh, hi, Miss McCracken. I'll do it in a second! Cut. All right, next next one in. I want to see who this guy is. Show me Phil McCracken. <laughs> Hello, it is I, Philip McCracken. Would you like drugs or bitches? I mean, at least one of those things sounds good to me, man. Who? Good. We won't tell your wife. She, seeing as she, totally snitches. Too many stitches to count, in my opinion. (laughs) Yes, yes, you beat your wife. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, well, that's why we tried to get out of the city. It was a bad influence, you know? And I think I'm I'm finally turning the corner, but Mm -hmm. wait, Phil? Phil? Yes, I I did come into the scene saying my name was Philip McCracken. Yeah, but I I didn't quite recognize you with that extra nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. This is always the way I spoke. This is how we yes end from where I'm from. Yeah, I I totally knew you back in high school, and you were always a theater kid. I thought you were just putting on the kind of show, but I see that it's really you. I I come from a long dynasty of the McCrackens. (laughs) Well, you said something about drugs, though. You oh, did? so you don't want the bitches. Mm, okay. Well, I have a wife. Okay. We've got um, some smack, some big dog low down, some pony ride, some fucking heroin. And as you know, I also have weapons. Oh, yeah? For any situation? What? I, I don't I'm know what you're trying to sell. I'm just such a bad influence me? on you, Tom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I'm kind of buying into it. I, what kind of weapons? We have death rays and yeah. sharks with legs coming out of the bottoms of them and heads oh, inside yeah. of them to direct its location. But we also have laser beams on their head. I'm Philip <laughs> McCracken. Cut. You're going a little uh, Austin Powers, Doctor Evil with that one, but I think I could uh, maybe roll with it. 
No, I think I'm giving it to Shakespeare. This sitcom's going to be a wild, wild ride, and I think we could really <laughs> lean into this Shakespearean nonsense. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> Excellent. That was mm, utter yes. psychosis. Are you fucking kidding me? I really, I really felt something with your performance. It really oh made sure God. to... You really made sure to tell me that you were a bad influence directly, and sitcom audiences, you know, they really need it to be special out to them so i appreciate that thank you (laughs) wow i now know what carlisle is looking for i guess hey hey, carl (laughs) carl oh sorry Sorry. i'm a normal human director Mm. yes yes he did give us a sitcom plot and we need to be over the top for that did you watch freaking malcolm in the middle you (laughs) went over the top put on a (laughs) jetpack and went into the fucking space bro (laughs) That's how you, I just need to catch the attention of Riffin. <laughs> yeah, it's not what I expected, but I love it. All right. I have weapons. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a bad influence. <laughs> like a guy from college that like makes you drink too much. Like, what are you doing? I don't think I was... <laughs> I don't think that was specified. Oh my God. <laughs> he was a really bad influence, man. Like super villain type bad influence. We we gotta move out of the city, babe. Your, your best friend is a super villain. <laughs> and he thinks he's in a Shakespearean play for some reason. Real talk, guys. That is a phenomenal plot for a show. I mean, we I'm, need to I'm get away mad. from my super villain <laughs> next door neighbor. I just yeah. follow. Like, I killed them, and he now has the house next door. Oh, sorry. Okay, what else you got? All wow. right, next casting call. Everybody over for this one. It's uh, for the movie The Gravy, the Gravy Stain. Uh, so this, in this overly dramatic, over-the-top action film, we will be following Captain Mick Jiggles. And uh, he's a space cop who struggles to play by the book and to be taken seriously. He is hunting down the intergalactic space criminal Gerardo Gravyman, who recently escaped from his satellite prison by exploding the whole facility. <laughs> How wasteful. Uh, in this near climactic scene, Captain Jiggles has finally caught up to Gravyman in a back alley. The tension is building as Jiggles approaches the criminal and confronts him uh, for his crimes of the past. Who's who's first? Who's up first? I'll go first, seeing as Zach went first last time. Just another gravy stain for just another gravy day. Whoa, whoa, dude! What you got me? I don't know. I have nowhere to go. What do you What do you want with me? I don't know. You were super easy to catch. In fact, I just walked up to you, and now you're you're too easy. What's going on, man? I just I don't. I just love gravy, man. <laughs> I don't, I didn't realize that was a crime. What am I being charged for, dude? You know exactly what you've been charged for. Gluten-free gravy. No one really (laughs) likes it, and you're putting it on the market with normal packaging, and I've had enough of it. My name isn't McJiggles. It's cheaper, man. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I just, it's my gravy empire, bro. Get down on the... His girlfriend came in. <laughs> Get down Get on the... Down f- on the- oh, hey, babe. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I love you. Thank you for saving. Get down on the fucking ground. 
All right, cut. I'm not sure why that actor's uh, girlfriend brought him in a sandwich in the middle of that rehearsal, but I really mm. liked the direction he was taking. The gritty aspect, so good, so good. Mm -hmm. Anyway, next, see what else you got there. Ha! I finally got you, you slippery, gravy-soaked piece of shit. Turn around! <laughs> You're so aggressive. I hate it. I'm so scared. Shut the. Fuck up! Oh. If I'm gonna take you in, it's gonna be on my own terms. I swear I'm not packing, dude. I, I just It's just gravy. All gravy comes in packs, you piece of shit. On your knees now! Dude, I, I just... I, what am I being arrested for? That's you it. No sudden me. movements. Okay. You destroyed Carlisle Replicant's cloning facility, you dirtbag. Which is ironic, because gravy and dirt look the same! He kidnapped me, I just... I found my clone and we both loved gravy, dude. Well, we're gonna settle it in court, you salty mess. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving's gonna be a little drier this year. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cut! I loved the energy of that second guy. He really gave the, the the emotion that I was looking for with Captain McJiggles or whatever I called him. <laughs> he was pretty cool, in my opinion. I, I I am a very good writer and director at the same time. Okay. The first guy who was uh, auditioning, he had somebody just come in and give him a sandwich, so I don't think he's going to take it professionally enough. So I will... Bullshit. Sorry there, but uh, I'm taking in the second guy his energy and his puns were on point <laughs> ready for the third third installment of my new franchise none of these are connected but i'm calling it the franchise okay okay, okay then i don't my accent is drifting in so many places that works though you're an alien okay so time prince is the <laughs> next one the time prince okay so in this one it's a coming of age rom-com a very rich British prince who had everything handed to him uh, was cursed by a witch who sent him 200 years into the future, into modern-day England. The prince, Prince Crangle Higginsbottom III, finds himself without any power or wealth and looks to find himself in this strange new world. Mm. So in this one, it might it's a solo scene, actually. It's the... <laughs> Sorry. In this scene, we want to see how the prince handles being thrust into the unknown. This is his first moments after being teleported into the streets of England. Oh, my goodness. There's oh, candles that don't flicker. Carriages without horses. What is this rock beneath my feet? It's so uniform and dark. Why... That woman's exposing her entire leg. <laughs> oh, I, what is this? Oh, oh, thank God. Hey, you, sir, tell me, what Oi. is this place? What up? What's up, bruv? Oh, what you want to know, huh? Firstly, where is your master? Oh, I don't have a... Oh, that turned into a prick. I don't have. Uh, I don't know how to do a British accent. Why would you base it here? No, my no, my stuff for me. <laughs> you see that poster over there? I do. Yes, indeed. Now, is she your lord? And why is it spelt with an e? Oh, no, bro. I love her music. We got a king. We got a king, man. Ah, show me to his castle. 
Yeah? I will usurp, usurp uh, him, usurp him. And now I'm face to face with the king. What? <laughs> this is your king? This pile of bones? <laughs> How did you get in here? <laughs> I used my royal scepter. Oh. It always unlocks the palace doors. <laughs> Under these lights, you're looking pretty gorgeous. If you, if, uh, it's a rom-com, remember? So we got to introduce the romance. Holy fuck! I like, I like the way that you look. Wait. Oh yeah. Here, yes. is it allowed for a man to lay with another man? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, it is, me old cock. Oh, bless the creator. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cut. <laughs> I'm not sure the direction we want to take is that one. I'm doing British you now by accident. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Anyways, <laughs> uh, next you want you you are good to go. You're being thrust into the future. Let's do it. Yes. All right. The name is Crangle Hingebottom the Third. Correct. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so close enough. In my version, he's a, a, um, a wizard from his time as well, so just oh. keep that in mind. Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. A prince wizard. Put that in the script, put that in the script. <laughs> I like the way this guy thinks. Yeah, let's get it. Write it down. Oh, what is this? The ground is made out of stone, but it's not bumpy. Why is this the case? This is so strange. These horses are metal and chunky, and people are within them. <laughs> Well, I guess, seeing as there's so much difference, I must have traveled through time, and therefore, I must rule. And I, I, I smack down my staff in this freaking casting office and change the scene completely into the, um, the, the king's uh, area there. And I'm like, hello, king. I stabbed him in the neck. Oh, you didn't even let me speak. I waited. You said nothing. Uh, and then um, I was a little concerned. <laughs> you should have been very concerned. And then I sit on uh, the the chair that you got there, and I make it seem like it's a throne. And I'm like, oh, "Bring me the wenches." Cut. What? I don't even get. I don't even get the wench. For the, the no, romance? This guy was too aggressive for wenches. <laughs> what is this purple drink? Didn't you ask for a welches? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were going to try to go rom-com with it, Brody? It was supposed to be rom-com, no? Didn't I know, you? but I, you killed the king so fast. Yeah, so I could rule and then have my pick of the wenches. <laughs> right. Yes. That's very romantic. <laughs> and also comedic. <laughs> now, now hear me out. I am the director extraordinaire. What if we combine both ideas? One of you, Prince Boy. One of you, Just Killed the King, Became King. You two meet. But we're both called Krangler Hinglebottom the Third. You're both Krangle Hinglebottom the Third. But you fall in love. Think we, about it. We Love it. All right. Wrap it. Thanks for the auditions. You're both in. <laughs> uh, thank you. It's going to be a weird job. All right. What are we doing for the ad? Oh, 
shit. We could do Apocalypse Survival Company that sells like ridiculous buckets full of stuff. Remember, we've talked about buckets full of ketchup so many times in this episode. What if we just sell everything in a bucket? But our gimmick is buckets. Buckets. We only sell things in buckets, nothing else, man. Are you at home living your cozy life thinking it might might one day end? Cause it will. You better fucking, you better believe it, it will. You better fucking believe it. It's coming. If you took the jab, you'll be one of the first. <laughs> you know it. You know it, Clancy. I got the jab and I feel myself going already. So everybody better be prepared because uh, the world could end many different ways. What do you think, Cletus? Oh shit, I mean, socio-political collapse. Well, the economy finally tanking. I mean, we never should have moved on from the gold standard. The water going gone. You know, when when that water goes bad, we're all fucked. Yep, seawater, fresh water, all goes bad Mm -hmm. eventually. That's what I know. Uh, One day, Earth stops spinning, (laughs) you know? Hmm? AI's gonna take over and make us uh, living cattle. Best watch out. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. They're gonna harvest us for our fucking creativity. They're gonna try to take away our guns so that we can't fight back. I'm, I, me personally, I'm worried all the dogs in the world will die, become horses, take us over. Not good. Definitely realistic scenario. What do we do in these circumstances? What do we do about these scenarios? Well, be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared buckets and stuff. With be prepared buckets and stuff, we got all your needs to be prepared for any of those previous scenarios. Yeah, we got (laughs) pop-up tents, we got flashlights, we got firearms, we got big knives and pointed things. All of which come in buckets. Batteries, gauze, gauze turrets. All in buckets too. Some assembly required. We got all your cooking needs. We got the the canned onions. We got canned peas, canned corn. Mm-hmm. What else can you can? Uh, canned tomatoes, canned <laughs> mushrooms. Yep. yep. You know, we got different spices of canned goods. Spices and cans? Golly! <laughs> and you know what I always say, right? I say cans, just small buckets. He's always He's saying always that. Saying, He's like, always saying that. You're not going to use a bucket. Well, jeez, fuck it. No, oh, yeah, I do say that. I won't say that, but I do. Part of why we're able to give all these prepping goods to you so cheap is our patented bucket system. So shit. There's so many more benefits of buckets. Think about it. You're an old lady. You can't lift a box, but you know what you can do? You can roll a bucket. Damn, you just did your hair, fancy young lady, and it's raining outside. Buckethead. <laughs> Didn't get one of our inflatable doomsday bunkers? Build it out of buckets. Inflatable. <laughs> well, it had to come in a bucket. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We have a surplus of buckets that we're trying to offload. We also have horse tranquilizers, horse tasers, horse guns. We've got horse knives. We all know that the only thing worse than a zombie dog is a zombie horse, and they're coming for you, and they're fast. Absolutely. If you don't believe in the dog horse apocalypse, you gotta go back to school. <laughs> Cletus, you know they don't teach those boys and girls that, that in school no more. They don't teach them nothing good. They don't teach them nothing good. All this PG lib liberal BS, man. They don't teach them about the dog horse death of the universe. Yeah, where's my class for how to fix a two-stroker? You know, 
Woo my cousin. Amen to that. Amen. Amen. You seen Bernice lately? Hot dog. Horse. <laughs> horse. Horse. Anyways, come down to buckets and stuff and whatever we called ourselves. It's be prepared buckets and stuff. Be prepared buckets and stuff. Do we want to say anything else that might actually influence people to co- come here? <laughs> yeah, make sure to order our specialty packs for each each end of the world. So, like, we have a specialty pack for the horse, the dog horse end of the world. And that one runs about $14,000, but it'll save you and one other friend for two years. Mm-hmm. After the horses take over. It, it consists of a lot of fence posts. A lot <laughs> yeah. of fence. Couple carrots for distraction. And a bunch of glue for intimidation. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> all horses, they hate glue. <laughs> yeah, something you don't hear about, you don't read about in your uh, public school. There, uh, The glue actually triggers a fear response in the horse. Cause they smell the hooves. They man. smell through years and years of inbreeding, you know, watching the brothers and sisters get melted down. <laughs> a zombie horse fucking charging at you. Touching your pockets. Oh, thank God, you have your thing of fucking glue. Pop that bad boy open and like... <laughs> And runs away. <laughs> Thank you, buckets and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, buckets and stuff. Oh no, there, we got a collar, I guess. Okay, well, you welcome to be prepared, buckets and stuff. What can I get for you? Sir? What do you want? Oh, hello, my name is Ethel, and I'm afraid of the dog horse end of the universe, as everyone should <laughs> yes, be. Yeah. Indeed, yeah. You're one of the smart ones. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't teach you in public school. That's what I'm saying. No, no, they don't. They don't teach none these days. Anyways, no, they do not. Um, my dog's been looking at me sideways ever since the big boom happened in the sky the other day, and uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> what the. F- Holy fuck. (laughs) Well, you know what you should do? You should be prepared. Yeah, yeah. You know how to be prepared? Get a bucket. Buckets and stuff. Don't forget about the stuff. All right, so right now I just have my dog in the barn. Um, uh, He's got lots of spaces just in case something happens to him. He's got that wide-eyed No, no, Ethel, Ethel, Ethel. Jesus Christ, you got to listen to me. You got to put that dog in a kennel. All right, so when it finally does kick the bucket, it'll <laughs> transform into a horse and turn into Play-Doh strips as it expands out of the kennel. I don't want Sparky to die. He's just turned into a horse. The big explosion in the sky means we're going to be dealing with zombie horses soon. Oh, later. my God. Little I'm sorry Sparky. to tell you. Ethel, Do you have yeah. Do you have glue? I, I got glue out the wazoo for my scrapbook and <laughs> me and Sparky. 14 Ethel, books e- full. Ethel, is it, is it Elmer's glue? It is. That's not good. You need to uh, you need to be prepared with buckets and stuff. Oh, we no. got our own glue. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Ethel. You're on your own. Bye. <laughs> oh, jeez. As you can see, Ethel was not prepared. No. But you should be. You need to be prepared. Called 1-800-BE-PREPARED-BUCKETS and stuff. Trust me, those numbers fit in the phone. (laughs) 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 Oh, no, another call. Oh, this is so long. What's happening now? Hi, hello. You're on with buckets and stuff. Hey, my name's Gary. I like you, Gary, Gary. already. I've been living in my bunker for six years now, and I'm running out of supplies. I thought we were going to die from radiation from Chernobyl. 
Yeah, but that's now, a valid concern there, Gary. Now mm-hmm. I'm hearing about the dog horse apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. it's Shit. coming, coming for yeah. us all. Hey, do you know what the problem is here? Education. They don't teach you about that in pub- they no public they school. They don't <laughs> teach about that stuff in public school no more. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry about what? I'm just, I said one sentence and I'm fully aware of the problem coming. <laughs> yeah, but you weren't before because you weren't prepared. Were yeah. you? If you were, you would have all of our supplies in your bunker six years ago. We all know that. Is it's that, good for 25 right? years. Was your LLC established six years ago? Absolutely. We've Absolutely. been in operation since 1947. Yeah. My old grandpappy. Old, old, old grandpappy buckets and stuff. Yeah, old grandpappy <laughs> buckets and stuff. <laughs> it's a family old business. You guys Don't sound you know? on the level. I'm going to send you my credit card and my address. You're going to send As me everything you I need. should. Thank yeah, you so you much, should. sir. Like, you'll, you'll be ready for the horse apocalypse. Uh, Them horses aren't going to bite your bum. Let's go. (laughs) Fuck. Call 1-800-BE-PREPARED-BUCKETS and stuff today to get you all your kits for every situation. But more specifically, the dog horse death of the apocalypse. What did I just say? That's not what it's called. Anyway. (laughs) And as our great grandpappy used to say, if it ain't in the bucket, you can just go fuck it. (laughs) Oh, grandpa. (laughs) Oh, should we recap? We usually oh, recap yeah, at true. this point, but it's been so long in real life. Oh my god, yeah. I can try to recap. Go for it, Brody. So, we got a tenor coming out, and he's like, yo, I uh, hate my job. <laughs> I, uh, I've i been doing it for a year now. My colors of life have just been sepiaed out, and the life isn't fun. And then one day, boom, zombies are eating uh, out the person downstairs, and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> And I remembered. I will always remember. Uh, (laughs) And uh, he's like parkouring on rooftops being like, I don't have to go to work. Color starts coming back into his light. And uh, he's like, fuck, yeah, this is great. And then he's fighting some zombies. Uh, He's like, I'm going to go protest my love to the girl at work. He goes to her and she's like, "Uh, ew, I'm a zombie. And he's like, oh, no. (laughs) Double rejection. (laughs) Double rejection. Uh, And then so he goes, uh, finds his buddy. They have a steamy naked night on a rooftop. (laughs) (laughs) Some things really stick with you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he shows him his popsicle dipper or whatever yeah. he called it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, uh, he's like, damn, yeah, man. Um, he meets this girl at a variety store and she's all like, yo, you're not taking this seriously enough. And then with his buddies, like, I want to be a freaking hero. So then he goes to an aquarium, gets a shark suit, and then fights off some zombies. They jump on him. They bite him. He's like, owie, owie, get the frick off me. And then his buddy's like, I'm taking off my clothes and showing them my butt. And distracts (laughs) them enough that he runs back in. But no, now there's a freaking shark with legs and three heads inside its mouth. And it's coming at him. It can just freaking see him with the faces because they're all symbiotic and shit. And they're rushing him. And he's like, oh my god, oh my god. And they're all fighting. And then he battery fists him in the face. And it drops the (laughs) shark horde. And then, oh, uh, they're like, well, we need to get around better. So then they're like, let's get a freaking RV. So then they go shop for an RV. They're looking at all the 
cool ones and like oh man maybe we should get a cool one then but then there's a horde of zombies like oh we're getting this beater let's bounce so they get in the beater and bounce and then they get stopped by his old uh, general manager or whatever his supervisor guy and he's like hey he man spike strips them yeah work for me dude you need it to survive just like you did for the last year and then he slowly goes back to that black and white sepia life yes not bad brody one thing i will add they got the v- the rv to leave town and go see tendo's parents oh okay. yeah right okay so woof literally we get a flash of uh mikasaka's childhood uh she brought a dog home and her dad tells her to get rid of it mm-hmm. could be a horse <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, might it. turn into one in the future, man. This is yeah. new lore. That is <laughs> such good anime not be lore. Oh, just wait for D and D. Okay, awesome. So she hides it in the attic and nurses it back to health. But the dad finds it and is like, "Oh shit, this could become a horse." So he puts the dog. <laughs> oh, <no. Okay. laughs> such a sad moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely ruined. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anyway say that because mikasawa and tendo they have overbearing guys telling them what to do uh that's something in common okay and hers was her dad yeah okay so uh supervisor guy is also perving on her pretty hard is she that. working too are like all three of them working uh no kenji's beat up from the fall so he's right. in recovery mode and mm-hmm. she's just kind of chilling so through all this abuse working getting yelled at by the guy tendo essentially gets brainwashed into thinking he's no good and weak and when their two days are up like and kenji is healed enough to travel tendo actually says he's gonna stay behind he's got to repay his supervisor for being so generous you know fingers touching this sets uh mikasuri off and she launches into a speech about doing what you want and being free brings up the fact that he has so much left to do on his bucket list and she hands him the book and she's added an item to it and it's like tell off your jerk boss oh she is and then jerk off your tell boss hilarious (laughs) 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 anyway he's cured he tells off the supervisor in the most respectful yet dickish way possible and it's time for them to leave so uh they're back on the road again on the road again they happen on a truck with a blown out tire surrounded by zombies tendo <sighs> gets pumped to play hero and dons his shark suit but when they hop out to help this friggin straight up samurai bursts out of the truck and slaughters all the zombies what? they've got a sick pole arm two katanas and a bow and arrow it's a pretty sick action scene are they full samurai like wearing a gi and everything like that no like, like ancient hapan oh they remove their mask and it's a smoking hot blonde german chick whoa, she, whoa breaking all expectations dude she's like well 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 what do we have here <laughs> <laughs> Uh, her name is Beatrix. Okay. And she's just obsessed with Japanese culture. Her goal is to get this fish truck to this master sushi maker so she can have some real good sushi. <laughs> so she's she's a weeaboo? She's a hardcore weeaboo. Or otaku? I don't know which one of those I is. I don't know a... the words either. Brody? I think otaku. Is she a shippuden? <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will always feel so fucking stupid for that. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the crew is game to help Beatrix with her goal. 
they head into some the the earmarked city with the sushi chef and can i ask a quick question why are they game to help her aren't they going to find his parents shouldn't that be a pretty high on the list here they also want sushi it's anna (laughs) (laughs) also cute asian girl who can kill a bunch of zombies and protect them she's german oh yeah sorry she knows her way around a wiener So, yeah, they, they head into that city, and there's some battle montages. They cover zombies and booze. They're using a drone with a speaker to lure zombies. They explode a gas station. What are they playing from the speaker? Like, bangerang? German folk music. German folk <laughs> music? They clear their way to the sushi chef and pig out on some Toyota rolls. Toyota rolls? So, now it's time for the hot spring. <laughs> Wait, what is... Is that you inventing your new sushi? He yep. just he just said hot spring, so sure. <laughs> now it's time for the hot spring episode. Wait, I know who definitely is getting naked in this one. You know it. It's, it's Butt Stuff McGee or whatever his <laughs> yeah. name is. I can't remember. That's his name now. Butt Stuff McGee and I bet you German girl because they're going to be like, oh, she doesn't understand her culture. She just wants to get fully nude. Yeah, because oh, silly close. Germans, right? Oh. Close, but close, but wrong. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay, because they all haven't showered in days. You know, they find a hot spring. Oh, that's definitely where you want to shower, right? The egg smell helps a lot. It doesn't have to be a natty. Oh, it's not a natty hot spring? (laughs) Then what's the point? (laughs) Wow, natty hot springs are gross and smell like shit. Oh, it's not natty? What's the point? That's what people (laughs) who are fans of natty hot springs are like, man. (laughs) But they wouldn't care about the smell then. Yeah, it's all eggs, man. It's gross. The boys jump in, and Mikisaka is like, okay, well, we're going to the girls' bath. But Beatrix says, there's no hot water in the girls' bath. So the guys get that look on their face and coolly decree that there'll be nothing but gentlemen, ladies. Please, it'll be But I might get a Harrelson. (laughs) Nice, (laughs) bringing it back. So, yeah, so Beatrix starts to unkimono, but then zombies start appearing out of the depths of the bath, and they all gotta run away, and Kenji talks about his robin's egg blue balls. They, they climb a cliff face and get away, and realize they can't get back to their vehicles, so decide to sleep on the hill, and soon it's sundown. Tendo awakes and goes for a walk and happens on a natural hot spring. Oh, oh eggs. Oh, ho, ho. but Mikisaka is already in it. Oh, jeez. <sighs> they fight about who should get to use it and settle on using it at the same time, blocking each other's vision with a boulder. You know, this is the, <laughs> the cutesy moment where they talk about her being bad at romance and it seems like something might be forming. But just when it might get 14 plus, Beatrix <laughs> and Kenji find them and fling themselves in and... Tendo talks about his navy indigo blue balls. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. <laughs> you're just la- naming shades of blue. I and I'm, thought, I'm picturing. Thought. You're painting a picture. That's fine. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> they have arrived in Tendo's parents' village. It's one of them old school short wooden houses. Everybody farms. It's surrounded by mountains, so it's zombie free. The ah. only road in and out has been blocked by sandbags and... Uh, excavating equipment. That'll do it. Tendo has some existential sadness for not paying back his parents for all they did for him. So, you know, he adds that to his bucket list. Pay back my parents, right? But when they finally get there, the parents are like, well, we don't care about that. We're just happy to see our baby boy. That's how they react to seeing him after a zombie apocalypse took the world? Yeah, it's, it's been like five days. That would be when the most panic is happening. Look, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> also, because he's been working so hard, he's like barely called or texted and hasn't visited in three years. Right. To them, he was dead already. Yeah. 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 Oof. Oof. <laughs> Capitalism. Society. <laughs> Dog horses, man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Get you one day. <laughs> Come for us all. <laughs> I just like to believe that my life won't be to come depressing one day and will just end from dog horses and that makes my life a little lighter i just don't see the issue okay hear me a out. a horse Zach. can't open a door <laughs> okay they can kick open a door hear me out how many people do you think in north america alone have dogs in their houses inside their a houses lot. a good amount 60 percent. okay that dog becomes a horse within that house yeah. Okay. Horse in a house, dude. And also Crazy. is ravenous for human flesh. Yeah. Okay. How do you not see that as a problem? I can walk up some stairs. Horses <laughs> can do stairs, man. Yeah. Then I'll walk back down the stairs. And they stairs. can do that too. They can also jump no, they fences. Can. Yes, they can. They're not cows. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm getting on board. They <laughs> kick hard enough that most doors are not an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are ravenous. They have big old chompers and yep. very strong bites. Yeah. Yep. And it's hella hard to take one down with a gun unless you get a perfect headshot on their You're tiny forgetting brain. They're also very fast. And they're fast as fuck. And yeah. they used to be your fucking dog, dude. <laughs> so there's emotional trauma in uh-huh. this, man. Yeah. This would be like an actually pretty watchable B-list movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the first half of the movie is the dogs turning to horses and people are learning about it and that's all normal and then the horses get ravenous and start turning on everyone. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's a cool thing. Like, everyone's selling their horses, riding around town and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. They haven't turned ravenous yet, though. There's not enough horse feed for all these dog horses. (laughs) (laughs) So they start eating human flesh. Horse feed? (laughs) Horse feed. Oh, okay. I thought he meant, like, horseshoes. (laughs) Horse feed. (laughs) We need horseshoes. (laughs) These dogs, they didn't have horseshoes on before. We need horse feed. (laughs) I wish I wasn't so opposed to it back then, because I am on board now. Uh, so Tendo and his dad pass by some city folk that managed to make it there before the town sealed off the tunnels, and he gets a weird vibe. <sighs> now we are introduced to the anti-Tendo. I never wrote down his name. <laughs> so call him a fiver. Clever. <laughs> Alright, so we're introduced to Fiverr. Uh, he hates society. He just wishes every day could be summer vacation. Fuck work. Everyone's wrong but him. Fuck society. Okay? But this guy, you know, when the apocalypse starts, he finds some survivors and starts his own bucket list. And the shit on his, like, Tendo's list was get a sick 8K TV. Try bungee jumping. Yeah. Kiss a cute girl. Right. This guy's bucket list is fire a gun into a crowd. Try out dynamite. Mm. Visit Epstein's Island. Oh. Watch someone OD. <laughs> oh. It's fucked up shit, okay? Yeah, this guy is holy. really messed up. Hey, did you just say bucket list? <laughs> <laughs> I got a list of my own buckets. <laughs> that bit is over. <laughs> <laughs> got the ketchup one, the mustard one, tomato soup one. Lots of buckets on my list. <laughs> Little kittens. That bit is over. All right, elaborate so a... with the little kittens. I can't let that go. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have to. I'm absolved of all responsibility. 
<laughs> so this guy's an absolute psychopath. Yes. Okay. Yeah. In town, we get some sli- slice of life stuff. Tendo is making up with his dad. Kenji mm-hmm. is entertaining kids. Mikasaka, he plays. She plays doctor to the village oldies. And Beatrix is shown the village's hydroelectric dam. But now it's sundown time again. And <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Why do you say that? <laughs> if I say nighttime, you might start imagining the Middle e- Middle Middle Ages. So. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> the Middle Ages. I don't think anybody on this planet, when you say, "Oh, it's nighttime," starts picturing that here. <laughs> Wait, where? <are> you- <laughs> He said nighttime, but then I heard nothing about swords. <laughs> I'm so confused. I enjoy clarity. <laughs> okay, so now it's nighttime. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, does King Arthur and stuff show up? Yeah. So here oh, okay. we go. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was really confused. <laughs> Get it all out. Wait, where's Merlin? Yeah, shoot, dude. We good? <laughs> Now it's uh, night time, and... Uh, Wait, where's Merlin? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Zach, it is really funny, though. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. It's the sundown time. You gotta do it now, because you, you yeah. proved that it actually is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sundown time. Thank and you. Fiverr and his group are going to start fucking shit up. You see one of the things in his book is fuck up society. Oh. So they overload the village's hydroelectric dam mm. and they move all the power vehicles away from the tunnel entrance <sighs> and they start marching towards the village with a horde of zombies. As they're traveling, he's, like, lighting dynamite on his cigarette and just, like, throwing it at houses. Holy frick. And, like, everybody's screaming and running around, and it is utter chaos, okay? So... Wait, there are are cows there? (laughs) Mikasaki is trying to save all the old people, you know, get them all in one house. Oh, because utter... So delayed. Not bad. I didn't get it at first. What? <laughs> That's why you moved on and ignored me. <laughs> it is utter chaos. Mikasaki is trying to save all the old people. You know, Beatrix is slashing at zombies from horseback. Used to be a dog. The crew tries mm-hmm. to find a way out of the village. But there's an electric fence around the village to keep zombies out. But with the hydroelectric dam overloaded, the fence is now lethal. They're trapped inside. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> and then Tendo and Fiverr have a standoff as the front end loader drives up to them. And they're, you know, fighting and, like, talking and, you know, doing what you want is cool, but libertarianism is a lot cooler yeah nice political debate yeah Yeah. they add they each add one final thing to their lists (gasps) fiverr wants to see tendo turn into a zombie (gasps) and tendo wants to put a stop to this group yeah oh yeah um when does he get his dreadlocks uh next up Oh, no, he already has them. Oh, sorry. In this place, a couple more people from the city were there. One of them is a makeup artist and Mm -hmm. for movies, so she puts dreadlocks in his hair. Okay. Nice. So our good group splits off, and the anti-group splits up to chase them. 
Kenji ends up saving some kids and getting them on a non-burning rooftop. And one of the guys hops, hops up with them, wielding a cow catcher. And, like, he's trying to push Kenji off the roof and kill him. Makes sense for this utter chaos. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Wait, maybe I'm not, like, farm... To table. It's a long pole with a semicircle on the end, so you can like put it around a cow's neck and guide them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what? You said maybe you're not farm to table? That's like when you have knowledge on farms. Right? I don't think so. No, I think that's talking about the, the the experience between the farm to your table. Right, right. Well, there's no farm on my table, that's all I'm saying. You are nailing this. <laughs> Beatrix horse rides to the water wheel thing, so maybe she can shut off the fence. And this evil chick rams her horse with a lawnmower and then fucks up her polearm weapon with a hedge trimmer that she uses as a sword, right? So then she's got to take out a katana and now they're having a standoff. You know, Mikajuki leads some zombies away from where all the old timers are hiding. And then we see a third bad guy watch her run by and lick his pervy lips. And uh, Tendo gets back to his parents' house, taking some out with his farmer's hoe. He took out some of his parents with a hoe? Close. <laughs> Brody's not farm to table either. Yeah, Doesn't know I what a hoe so. is. He's, <laughs> he's killing zombies with a hoe. Okay, yeah. And he's monologuing about not repaying them enough yet. And his dad opens the door and yanks him inside. And is like, you want to repay us? Then don't die before us. And he heads out the door and closes it. And Tendo's like, no, dad, no. We had a perfectly good door. <laughs> Why did you leave? <laughs> I thought it was in a jar. <laughs> Callbacks so galore this episode. I'm so done. We're so close. Okay, okay. 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 <laughs> Bad guy backstories. Ooh. The guy fighting Kenji on the roof, he's got a wife with a cuck addiction, so he hates his life. <laughs> The pervy guy on Mikasaki, he blames all his problems on bad luck, but he's just oh. stupid and ugly. That's the lick lucker? I mean, what? Yeah, the lick lucker, yep. <laughs> the lip, lip licker. My brain. Okay. The chick dueling with Beatrix was never respected at work, but really she's just abrasive and a legit Karen. Right. So, yeah. On the rooftop, Kenji gives a speech about reverse cucking being on the table. He flings them both off the roof, and Kenji dives headfirst into the village's communal shitwell. <laughs> Not even kidding. While the evil guy has to run away, and he runs straight into the electric fence and dies. Okay. Oh. Meanwhile, a guy with dementia in the old person Heidi house suddenly shoots up, and he's like, Where's the cute doctor girl? And the older he's like, She saved us. She led the zombies away. And he's like, Well, what are we going to do to help her? <gasps> and uh, yeah, just as bad things are going to happen to Mikasaki in the fields, uh, a gunshot rings out. You know, taking down the uh, the Lester named Mo, the Lick Lipper. Yeah, yes, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's Dementia Man, and he's a sniper. And the other older folks show up and just start beating the guy to death. And it's earned, okay? This scene's pretty rapey. <laughs> Beatrix speeches about how Starbucks employees being underpaid and overworked. And uh, uses the gathering zombies to break the water wheel, cutting off the power. And the Karen is literally so stunned by this revelation that she just freezes up and gets eaten alive. 
Yep. Happy endings all around. Now it's to Tendo's dad. He's fighting his best, and he's yelling for Tendo not to open the door. But he's a fogey, and his stamina is that of an infant kitten. I don't know why I like these things. <laughs> and that's the ones we put in the bucket. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you brought it back. Now explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it's also an infant kitten has a lot of energy or not much? Not much. Okay. Have you been around an infant kid? Just like <laughs> ask them, ask them to walk through three rooms all at once. They're gonna flop over and be like, oh, "I'm tired now. I'll get back." To <laughs> He's got a point. He's got a point. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. It's all about energy when you don't want it with a kitten. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So just as his dad's gonna get eaten, Fiverr shows up with his <sighs> lift and pulls the dad up into the excavator bucket. What? And He's he shouts him? out. He's like. I was thinking, Tendo, you're pretty tough, so here's the deal. You come out here and become a zombie, and I won't kick your dad down into this pit of death. (laughs) Oh, jeez, what's gonna happen? I'll cut to it because I saw it a mile away. There's the the makeup artist I was talking about earlier. Can you put two and two together? Yeah, he's gonna look like a zombie and then pretend to be, oh, I'm a zombie, and then, ah, gotcha, throw him in the pit instead. Yeah, so that's basically it. <laughs> Thanks, Bernie. Uh, so, yeah, the door opens and you can't see anything. The zombies yeah. make their way in the house into the blackness. Mm-hmm. You hear, ah, from Tendo. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tendo comes out as a zombie. But really, the zombies come in. He al- he he's already them. looking like a zombie. They kill the zombies. He does a fake scream and then he walks out. Right. Tendo rips Fiverr down and pins him. They have a long speech, and like he's like, "Come on, man, this is so evil and fucked up. What did you really want to do, Fiverr?" And like, just a lot of images of like how he peaked in elementary school, and the funnest times he had was at the pool with his buds. Right? If only life could be like that all the time. During their talk, Fiverr gets bit, oh. and he runs away crying. And we see, like, uh, a psyche, shifty art film of how he's, like, shifting between reality and being back at that pool with his friends. And it ends with him, like, you know, standing in front of a crick, but it's actually the pool. And he just, like, falls headfirst in. Are we supposed to... You're making it sound like we're supposed to feel bad for this guy because his best memory was being in a pool with his friends? Yeah. And now he's a serial killer murderer who wants to destroy society. And you're like, but he loved the pool, man. (laughs) I like the pool. He liked the pool. He's normal. We're the same people. We both like pools. (laughs) I can relate. All right. Yeah. I did skip over a lot of it, but. I don't think we need the backstory. I think it's kind of crazy that it's trying to make us feel bad because he was a loser in high school. Yeah. But that's anime, right? You gotta fill in the gaps a little bit. This guy was a psycho. (laughs) No one is ever 100% irredeemable. Yeah. They can be 95, they can be 90, but never 100. People have reasons for the things they do things, right? Like, there are some actual just psychopaths out there, but there's still reasons that that person's life is now in this frame of light. You know, oh, I, I think, understand. I, but I think his reasoning was that he didn't have friends, so he wants to kill everybody. Yeah, talk about any school shooter. Well, like, I know. Na- like, yes, it's not redeemable. I, I, no, I, I understand, but I, I'm not. I'm, I don't think. Can, can I just say? I don't think it has anything to do with redeeming him. I think it has right. to do with understanding him. But he's dying anyway. I don't freaking care about him. That, and- <laughs> There's an entire show called Dexter where he kills murderers, and I personally wouldn't kill murderers, but at the same time, I can understand his reasoning for it. Oh, yeah. Couldn't watch it. Hella watchable. Got one one episode in, and I'm like, can't can't relate. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, man? I was like, this guy 
freaks me out and I couldn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, that was kind so, of the point of it. He's a weird yeah, didn't like Venice. it. Yeah. He's got the darkness. And yeah, dark, the dark yeah. passenger. I chose to watch Dexter's Laboratory instead oh, of Dexter. Okay, we're moving I get on. That yeah. <laughs> Badonkadonk is Redonkadonk. It's right, Redonkadonk, Redonkadonk. It's crazy, dude. Fiverr is no more. Fiverr is dead. Yeah. Okay? Whether you cared or not. I did. <laughs> I did. Where am I going to get all my crappy drawn art from? <laughs> Sorry. Very Sorry, nice. Fiverr artists. Not bad. All the villagers escape to a rope bridge leading out of town. But nice. oh no, it's gone. Thankfully, oh. the crazy man in the woods I skipped over shows up. <laughs> and... <laughs> Literally hucks a new rope bridge across this fucking 30 meter gap. They all get across and they cut the bridge, making all the zombies fall off the cliff. Wow, nice. And that's kind of it, guys. Everybody's safe. They they bring the crazy woodsman back to the village to help rebuild. Uh, The crew gets stacked up on supplies. The kids are all crying that Kenji is leaving. And the one little girl is like, I'm not even joking here. When you come visit, you have to show us how you can slurp ramen up your ass. (laughs) What? (laughs) Zach, I don't think I fully got the vibe of this show until the line you just said. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It sounded like kind of a serious, like, take on a zombie apocalypse with silly elements. It's not, is it? This is like. They're serious and they're silly. Yeah. They're serious and silly. They hit you with both hands over and over and over. That's. (laughs) Serious hand. Silly hand. (laughs) (laughs) That's some. That's a. A lot of enemies for you. Um, question for you. How many of his lists did he knock out of the hundred? I think he got up like I don't know, I wasn't keeping like hardcore track, but it's like based on like I think like fifty ish. Sequel? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They they hit the open road doing some fun tons of fun stuff. Super lighthearted and like at one point they're even like, it doesn't seem like we're trying to like escape or fix anything. It's like we're just sightseeing. <laughs> and the two are like <laughs> taking pictures in front of mountains and stuff and and he paves the way for another season. Nice. It was really fun and lots of laughs. That honestly sounds like a really fun show to watch. Uh, recap. Caleb, do you want me to do it? If uh, No, I can um, do it. You did the mid-recap. I can do is. a real fast recap. Speedy. Hit us. All right, Chicken Tendo. He works in an office. He's crazy. He's sad. His life's black and white. His boss sucks. HR girl's hot. Zombie apocalypse happens. He's good now. He's fun because like, life's great. The zombies are great. And everything's great. He goes to see HR girl. She died. That's cool. Moves on. Goes to the uh, variety store to get some goods, some beer. And he meets a, a convenience store girl who's pretty freaking rad. But she's she's like, she's buying all of the buckets and stuff. She's like ready to go. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, she doesn't want to hang out with him. So he calls up his best bud from, from rugby practice. His name's Kenjo, and he's pretty sweet. He likes to rip his clothes off to hang it on the rooftop. It's pretty sweet. Lots of bubbles. Good stuff. Goes to the aquarium, get his big fight suit, kills a big zombie shark, gets uh, on the road with an RV with the convenience girl and Kenjo. <laughs> and they get road stripped by the, bu- the by the boss of his old job, and he tries to dom show him so hard. But that boss, not this time. He takes him, he writes something on his list to say, I'm going to tell off my freaking boss and does it. Escapes. Pretty cool, man. They end up driving that RV all the way to their dad's house. And their dad's like, hey, man, I'm cool. We took in some guys. They're serial killers. And then they start trying to wreck this town. And one of them's the reverse uh, Tendo. 
So he yeah. sucks. And he's sad because he can't go in the pool with his friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so he tries to kill everybody. And uh, and he fakes him out with nice makeup. And he kills him and they win and they leave to go sightseeing and they have a good life. Boom. A plus. Yeah, that's a wrap. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, gang. That was a great. Uh, that sounds like a fun show. I'm going to need to check it out. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, we know our release schedule has been a bit mm-hmm. hectic lately, but uh, we're going to be trying to get back on it. we got some life changes yeah. happening in some of our lives, so we're just trying to figure that out. Christmas be crazy. Christmas was be crazy. I feel like every year this podcast this is- has some crispy. Christmas be crazy attitude because crispy Christmas be crazy Christmas be crazy but we only skipped it one week we're back on track we're good to go oh, we're gooch. ready to rock and or roll I'm Ex- buying a house yeah. gonna be pretty cool mm-hmm. and Caleb's a millennial so might even be Gen Z who knows man feel free to go check us out on Apple Podcasts Spotify Podbean uh Hard FM. Or just keep using the app you're using now. Yeah, but I would recommend if somebody else you know listens to podcasts, you know, and they use Apple Podcasts and you're over here using Spotify, don't be like... Go listen to them on Spotify only. Yeah. They can they can listen Spread to us wherever us. they Spread listen. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Uh, and also check us out on our social medias, man. We got oh. a TikTok. We got... Uh-huh. How is that one doing, Caleb? Or have you only done the two? I've only added the couple videos that I've created since I created the TikTok. I'll be uploading things in the future. I feel like this episode will have a bunch of little bits. I think this episode might have like 20 bits about dogs turning into horses. Yeah, Maybe who I can knows? Make okay. A <laughs> series. And Instagram. Go check us out on yeah. Instagram. We let you know when an episode's coming and what we're going to be talking about. And you can interact there if you want. Please do. Please, please interact. We love interactions. Uh, Shout out to Good Kid. Wow. I haven't done anything left. <laughs> I'm sorry. True. Go, go for it. Yeah, dog. They just rocked a new banger. It's called Bubbly. Yes, just like the champagne, just like my personality, just like my hemorrhoids. Bubbly is an yeah. absolute banger. <laughs> I don't don't associate their stuff hemorrhoids. <laughs> But so go check out Good Kid, please. They're a good band, good yes. people. Yeah, good if you kid. listen to our last episode with the D&D, we actually put one of the little transitions was the song Bubbly. So if you want to, if you got a little mm-hmm. taste of it in there. so Yeah, and you'll also get another taste at the end of this episode. Maybe, Caleb, maybe. Or maybe right here. I came in a bit before the opening set. I took the bed. I know the rest is good, I guess. The cutting is a crowd Orbit's a banger. Down with the King's a banger. They're all... Fuck. They... I, I mean, how many artists have a track record like that? I'm not sure if they've released a song that I would be like, hey, could you change it, please? I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of this. That one's not so good. They just don't yeah. do that. They just they're, don't do that. They're all bangers. <laughs> they're good. They should be called Banger Kids, uh, uh, actually. I don't know about that. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brody, do you know what you're bringing to us next episode? No idea. No idea? Any any inspiration you want to throw out there to see if anybody gets excited? Uh, probably a season two of something. I, yeah. I On my free time, I've been watching some more Bleach. Um, me and Steph have been watching Violet Evergarden, which is like a really well-acclaimed one. It would fun. be a different vibe for us because it's very it's about this girl who um was a child soldier and then the army ends and then she decides to go working for this place that 
writes letters for people and like it's the fuck <laughs> yeah it, it, it would be a different vibe for us but that might be the one that i bring too as but. long as there's dogs and horses in it i'm good to go <laughs> might be. yeah yeah Sick. all right yeah. well thank you guys all for listening and remember mm-hmm. anime, anime, anime not be for everyone, everyone. Is like in Ocean's Eleven where they like you see it first and you think he might be dead and then it does a flashback where it's showing what really happened. God, I love Ocean's that. Eleven, yeah, baby, dude, yeah. Fuck Ocean's Twelve <laughs> <laughs> or any of the previous Ocean's movies. Yeah, I think it started on Eleven. Uh, there's Oceans from back in the day, like old black and white. Atlantic, oceans. Pacific, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> So, yeah, they're the oldest ones.